Hello. Hello. Why did you have to go to bed so early last night? I was just exhausted. What did you do? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I was just absolutely exhausted. Mm. Did you just wake up? No, 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 no. I woke up at like... Oh, I had also had a workout at like nine. So. Oh. Yeah, I kind of just forgot about that. Whoops. Mm. Did you wake up and see the meme of Clay Thompson and was yes. very confused? Okay. Yes. I was thinking of satire article ideas and one of them was top five new ideas for top five ideas for a new NBA logo. And <laughs> nothing would represent the NBA more than a white guy standing as so. That's really funny, actually. I just realized all the trees are out outside my window for like the first time in a really long time. It's really nice. Nice. Nice trees. Nice. All right. Uh, all right. Are you in a spot with good Wi-Fi? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Carolina, Atlanta, Denver. Yeah. Um. So yeah, basically, what I wanted to do, why I wanted to do these three teams, is because they like could take a quarterback, but they may not. Yeah. So yeah, that's why. Oh. Alright, uh, you ready? Uh, yeah. Alright, here we go. Alright. I'm here with Will Vanderwall today. It is Saturday, April 10th, just after 2.30pm here on the East Coast. And it is NFL draft season. Draft season is in full swing, and I wanted to kick it off by talking about three really interesting teams in the top ten. So, There's this quarterback frenzy at the top. Jacksonville, New York, San Francisco. It has been known that those three picks are going to be quarterbacks, barring wild wild, unforeseen circumstances. The three teams I wanted to talk about today were Atlanta, Carolina, and Denver. And they're intriguing because, obviously, they're in the top ten. They could go quarterback, but would also be okay with getting a premium offensive or defensive playmaker or alignment. And today, I wanted to discuss these three wild cards and whether taking a quarterback would be good for them or not. So, I want to start out with Carolina. Will, were you confused at all when I sent you Carolina as a possible destination for a quarterback? Um, I was, and I wasn't, I think that, um, them trading for Sam Darnold, I think they gave up just enough where they can run it as an experiment. So I don't know if they see him as the future, if they're going to give it a year, but I completely would understand Carolina taking a quarterback. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. The plan is for Sam Darnold to be the guy, but... Mm -hmm. While Darnold was dealt quite possibly the worst hand a young quarterback could get coming into the league, 
there were there were there were several occasions where he was just bad, just really mm-hmm. poor throws, poor decision making, just times where he didn't look like an answer. You saw ghosts. Yeah, that's not a very common thing among quarterbacks. Um, no, it's not. And it was nationally televised. Anyway. Yeah. If Darnold isn't good, if he is sort of the same quarterback we've seen for the past couple of years, hold on, let me, let me back up for a second. If one of Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Mac Jones is available at eight, I think that wouldn't be a terrible idea to, to pull the trigger on one of them because mm-hmm. quarterback depth is important. And if Darnold isn't good, they have one of those guys as a backup. Like, that. great, awesome, cool. And if Darnold is good, if he proves to be like a Ryan, a Ryan Tannehill where just a change of scenery is all he mm-hmm. needs and he's good – how sweet of a trade asset would having one of those quarterbacks be for a team like Washington or Chicago or Pittsburgh or Houston? Oh, no, not Houston. Not Houston anymore. Not Houston anymore. Yeah. He's, he's stuck there forever. Um, yeah. But they would have a lot of ju- really juicy trade offers on the table if Darnold is mm-hmm. good and they have one of the draft picks as a quarterback. Will, what would you ha, let me rephrase this. How good of an idea would it be to take whatever quarterback is left at eight for the Panthers? So I would the problem is for me it depends what quarterback's left. At this point we pretty much know that um, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are going to be off the board at that point, whether the Jets take him or somehow he falls to the Niners in terms of uh, Zach Wilson. Um, after that, if it's just Mac Jones on the board, I say no for the purpose of, like, if you're going to, if Caroline's going to draft him, it's got to be either Fields or Lance just because the amount of potential and the amount of, um, just you can package them more as a budding star, whereas Mac Jones, it's like you kind of know what you're going to get, just a more efficient version of that. Yeah, I, I've not been on the Mac Jones train. I am I'm not. I, it's just, yeah, he has his accuracy is pretty elite. He can throw in a, a decent deep ball, and he, he makes his, re- his reads are, are solid, I guess, but he's mm-hmm. not mobile. He cannot yeah. create a play for himself. And mm-hmm. one big lesson we learned last season was you need a mobile quarterback. You need a quarterback that can improvise when a play breaks down. Mm-hmm. That's what is yeah. going to make Kyler Murray so great. And that's why Lamar Jackson is so coveted because when nothing is there, mm-hmm. they can roll out. They can do stuff by themselves. And Mac Jones, he only rolled out, I think, somewhere around like 20 times last season yeah and he also played with two Mm. of the best wide receivers in college football and a stacked a stacked offensive line that's gonna have three picks three draft picks in the first three rounds Mm -hmm. and a running back who is probably gonna be off the board by the end of the second round 
So, yeah. yeah, I agree if Mac Jones is there, I don't think that would be a great idea to take him. That's why I think it would be silly if the Niners took Mac Jones because mm-hmm. he there's nothing he does that Jimmy Garoppolo can't necessarily do. Whereas with yeah. someone like Justin Fields, like he brings more stuff to the table than Jimmy Garoppolo. He is mm-hmm. a he's physically gifted. I think he mm-hmm. has a stronger arm, and I think yeah. he's a better runner. He's a better runner than Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's why I think yeah. someone like him would be the right answer. So yeah, I agree with you in that. If Jones is the only one on the board at eight, I say mm-hmm. you divert to what I think would be the smarter move for Carolina would be to weaponize Darnold or protect him. Hmm. So I think snagging whoever's left of Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts would be a good idea, or whoever's available between Sewell or Slater. Because, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that, I mean, the mock draft that I'm currently looking at just to get the draft order – has Kyle Pitts going 12th, but with how well he did at his pro day, like, he's looking like a freak of nature. And I think, like, of the three teams that we're talking about, if any team should weaponize, it's the Panthers out of these three. And I think that Kyle Pitts would be perfect for them. Oh, yeah, he would be awesome, because we saw what Greg Olson was when he was the tight end in Carolina. He was a weapon. Exactly. He was a weapon. Exactly. However, first of all, I don't think pro day's matter all that much it was more so it was more so just his like physically seeing his measurements and his 40 time that i was just like shocked like he was getting um measurements i think he's one tenth off of uh 40 time but all of his other measurements are bigger than um calvin johnson like yes calvin johnson's a freak like the freak of nature Mm -hmm. But if Kyle Pitts is even a fraction of that, I think you go for it. Yeah, that'd be sick. However, I don't think he's going to be on the board at eight. Like, I'd be pretty surprised if he was on the board at eight because if you're looking at but the Falcons, pretty much, eh, no, the Niners pretty much have the first pick, I would say. And maybe, maybe, maybe the Falcons because we know what one is going to be and we pretty much know what two is going to be. Um, <sighs> the Falcons, like, the Falcons could use him. The Bengals could use him. The Dolphins. Bengals are going. Bengals are. Bengals are going to be so lucky because they can go O line. Oh yeah, I think I, I think the smart move for Cincinnati would get be to get Sewell because mm-hmm. they, they need protection one hundred. But I want to yeah. say I want to save those teams for later. Back to like Carolina. Yeah, Pitts would be mm-hmm. nice. Um, they lost Curtis Samuel in free agency. Yeah. So getting one of Smith, Bottle Chase, whoever that is, would be good mm-hmm. for them. Um, but. Darnold, he's kind of like Carson Wentz in that this is gonna this situation in Carolina I think is gonna be like therapy almost. He's coming yeah. from a traumatic situation with the Jets where he was malnourished and poorly raised and <laughs> he just needs a healthy and supportive environment in Carolina. Yeah. And I really do believe in Matt Rule and the Panthers coaching staff. I believe yeah. that they will be very nurturing and supportive of Sam Darnold. And mm-hmm. in order to take more steps in the right direction, they just have to put the tools around Sam Darnold for him to succeed. Yeah. How long do you think that this lasts? Because Sam Darnold is 23. Like, he's younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah. 
and he's about the same age as I think what's Lamar twenty three as well. Yeah, Darn- maybe yeah, older. Darnold was drafted like, in eighteen. But like he's young, young. Yeah, um, and I mean, do you? I mean, obviously you give him this year, but do you also give him next year? Is the question, I, and that's why I don't know if you should go QB. Maybe you just weaponize him, see what he can do with a ton around him, rather than just bank on his downfall by drafting a QB. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that too. Because like that's what I was saying when Carson went down with the Colts. I think it would be stupid to have a quarterback competition. Yeah, because like that would just hinder his development. Like mm-hmm. you just got to put him in the 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 chair to succeed like already, versus yeah. him having to work to get there. So yeah, I think the smarter move would be to build around Donald and see what he has, versus just not fully believing in him from the start. Yeah, I yeah I think by them drafting a QB like. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a fail-safe in case Donald doesn't work out. But I think for, like, Donald's mental, it'd be so much better to know that all he has to do is just, like, kind of compete with Teddy Bridgewater. But he's essentially given the edge already. So he's like, all right, I beat someone out for this spot. Like, let me go get this. It just it would just hinder his confidence if they took a QB. Yeah, they, they need him. Yeah, they just need to nurture him. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Atlanta. Carolina's mm-hmm. division, I want to call rival, but staying in the NFC South. So yep. Atlanta, they were not as terrible as their record suggested last season. They lost eight games by seven points or less, mm-hmm. or less. They blew three of them. It was yeah. the D- Dallas forty to thirty nine dumb onside kick. Yep. They blew a lead to Chicago, and then. Mm-hmm. To Detroit at the buzzer. Yeah. Um, they beat Vegas forty-three to six. They beat Minnesota forty to twenty-three and held the Chiefs to seventeen points. So this was a very topsy-turvy up and down season. So they have a choice to make. They can go, I think, one of three ways. You can either take a quarterback now and have him sit mm-hmm. behind Matt Ryan for a couple of years. They can yeah. either bank on Matt Ryan having a few more years left in him and mm-hmm. hoping they can get their QE of the future later and take mm-hmm. someone like Kyle Pitts at four, or they can trade back and acquire assets, which, according to Adam Schefter, that number four pick is open for business. Yeah. So let's start with... Option number one, which is taking a quarterback. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Mm-mm. Especially considering, A, how promising this year's class looks. They're going to get one. They're going to have at least two of the top five quarterbacks for them to pick. Yeah. Um, and then, B, next year's class isn't supposed to be great. But, again, yeah. I guess we'll have to see with this next college football season mm-hmm. and Matt Ryan is 35 and 36 30, I was soon to be 36 well, and soon to be 36 and he looked like he was declining a little bit he he didn't look like he had his usual mojo mm-hmm. and Atlanta is 
probably not going to be picking this high again yeah. in the future, and I think they know that. Mm-hmm. So I think something that would be really fun is Justin Fields. Hmm. Fields with Julio Jones, I think, would be really fun. Same thing with Trey Lance. Trey Lance, he, yeah. Trey Lance reminded me of Cam Newton, but with a way stronger arm. Just like the way he moved and the way he played, and like the, the way, way he built. ran, the way he's built, exactly. He's, he's big and strong and, yeah. and has speed. So, yeah, taking a quarterback, I don't think, would be a bad idea at all. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with that. I think they should take a quarterback. Also, they're definitely not going to be in this position again. Julio Jones played nine games and was injured, like, the entire season. Um, combine that with incredibly unlucky luck, including the Todd Gurley play as well. That was that was Detroit. Um, that was Detroit, right? Or was that a different? Was that another gaff? I forgot, but yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Now that you say it. Yeah, it was that. You had the onside kick. They um, had like twenty-one point first quarters a lot, and then just blew it in the end. So I think the rest of their picks after this should be somewhat defensive related, or just change their mindset in that general. Plus, they had a head coach firing. Um, and Dan Quinn, there was just a lot of moving pieces this year. But I think getting a QB would be good because Matt Ryan is essentially one of the most untradeable contracts at the moment in terms of he's, what, getting $40 million the next two years? I don't know what the breakdown is exactly. Yeah, he's getting a lot. But I know that's a lot. And with him being 36, I say you kind of just have to ride it out to the end with him. But then I – kind of like Trey Lance more because I feel like small school kids tend to develop um, like tend to do really well when they develop later and like they sit back and watch um, rather than Justin Fields who I think would probably be the best just going out and playing game one. That's a good point. Yeah, especially yeah, I think Fields is better for a more win now team. Yeah. Um, there's option number two which is just staying there and taking one of the premium offensive playmakers. Um, Kyle Pitts, I think, would be option number one. Um, just giving Matt Ryan another weapon. It'd be Julio, hopefully healthy, Ridley, Pitts, Hurst. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good pass-catching foursome. Um, if they – and then there's option number three which is trading back mm-hmm. with a team that is hungry for a quarterback. Because again, there are going to be at least two of the top five QBs available at four. And there are at least a few teams that have already called Atlanta about trade offers and they yeah. seem to be hungry for one of them. And they're probably going to pony up a lot, especially considering how San Francisco, they moved up from 12 to three and look how much they gave up to move up nine they spots. Up imagine team, yeah, imagine a team like Washington or Chicago or Pittsburgh trading up yeah. 15, 20 spots, how much they would have to give up. So I don't think that's a horrible idea at all for Atlanta if they want to trade back. Personally, I don't think they should trade back further than 15. Because like, I feel like if they're going to trade back, I think taking one of the defensive guys – 
is a good mm-hmm. option because their pass defense, I think, was last in the NFL in yards allowed a game. Um, so ma- trading back and getting a guy like Patrick Sertain out of Alabama or even J.C. Horn out of South Carolina, just reinforcements in the secondary or Micah Parsons. I think he mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Um, so I don't think the Falcons are going to get a Saints Ricky Williams package, but if they do decide to trade back, I think they are going to get a substantial package of assets because they should be asking for a lot. Yeah. I think the, I think for me, if I were the Atlanta Falcons, my first option is all right, QB number one option. Or the number two options trade, and then I think my third option would be taking someone other than a QB at four. Because what I'm looking at, I mean, is there any way that Bill Belichick makes a move for this fourth pick? I mean, considering how active he's been this offseason, I wouldn't be shocked. Because that's the one team, I mean, other than the Broncos, but I feel like the Broncos would be fine getting a fifth. I mean, we're going to talk about them later, but Mm -hmm. getting a fifth pick. I just, they're the one team where it's like they're technically in that 15 range because they're 15. Mm-hmm. I don't see the Vikings taking a QB. I really don't see the Chargers taking a QB. Eagles are a dumpster fire, so who knows there. Um, Giants, I mean, you guys are happy with Daniel Jones, right? Uh, I, I, still, I still don't know. I, I yeah. really still don't know. I don't think if, if, he, if he can't show it this year, then yeah. I think I like this year's just, yeah I think this year's make, is or, break make or break especially if the Giants take especially if the Giants like pass up like someone like Rashawn Slater for Jalen Waddle or like they just invest a lot in the offense and if Daniel Jones still can't get it done then I think that that's gonna be it so yeah yeah but them trading back I mean I also feel like the Panthers who we just talked about I don't see them trading up. I think that they're just going to take what they can get in terms of whatever that is. Like the only team that I would see trading is again, um, the Patriots, they would just have to give up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I wouldn't be surprised considering how already active they've been this off season. And they saw last season, how effective a mediocre quarterback was. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Cam Newton kind of deeped us into thinking he was the answer with his first game. I think it was against Seattle. First two for games, actually. First two games. And then yeah. every week it felt like he was underthrowing his receivers who were running crossing routes three yards away from the line of scrimmage. It really just seemed like COVID came in and hit him with a truck. Oh, yeah. That was definitely something. Like week th- he went out like week three – didn't play week four, and then uh, week five was their bye or something. They had an early bye, and then he comes back and kind of just craps the bed. I mean, yeah, I I, I can't fault but, him. He only had, like, virtual practice for, like, several weeks. Yeah, he also didn't really have anyone to throw to, but I take your mindset of, like, you see what they can do with a mediocre quarterback, and really it was just, like, Bill Belichick with a running quarterback. Like, if he has someone that's mobile, like, they were pretty effective last year considering they had, like, five, six people opt out. And then just 
no one really on the roster and they're picking 15th. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. And plus the amount of moves that they made, they're definitely making a playoff push and I would definitely see them getting the AFC wildcard spot on one of them. Yeah, I think but Belichick is uh, smart. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think he'll be I think he'll make a good move. Now, Atlanta, I'm writing a mock draft for the black and white. I have them trading back to nine with the team we're gonna talk about now. Denver. Huh. The Denver yeah. Broncos. So in my opinion, I think they are the most pressed team to make a move for a quarterback, also known as trading up. Because you're looking at the roster. It's a pretty good roster. They have a very strong veteran group of playmakers on defense. They added Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby this offseason. They tagged Justin Simmons. They re-signed Von Miller. And then on offense, you got a very exciting group of young playmakers. Cortland Sutton's back. Jerry Mm -hmm. Judy, I think, is going to get better. Tim Patrick was a nice surprise last season. Noah Fant, Mm -hmm. I think, is Mm -hmm. good. It just feels like everything seems to be there except quarterback. Yeah. Um. Drew Locke had his moments last season, but he doesn't look like a quarterback who's ready to lead a win-now team. And in order to get a better one, Denver's most likely going to have to trade up to get one of the five quarterbacks. And I think they can certainly do that because just considering their past history – with drafting quarterbacks outside sort of the top tier. I mean, it's been pretty bad. Paxton Lynch, nope. Mm -hmm. Trevor Simeon, nope. Brock Osweiler, nope. (laughs) Even Tim Tebow, no. So there's this question, I feel like, if, if not now, when? Because Von Miller is... Gonna get old. These guys are gonna hit free agency soon, and if the winning, I just feel like this this is the to make that move for a quarterback. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, of the first eight teams, five of them need quarterbacks, and there are five quarterbacks available. So unless Atlanta does really pass, and unless somehow Carolina passes well, but I think Carolina is the most lock of the quarterback that we've talked about so far. I think the only way is that they either trade or Atlanta just passes up. And then the way that it's looking, they're going to get either Justin Fields or Trey Lance. I just – I really just don't want Mac Jones to go three. But I feel like Mac Jones is going to be picked up by 
Actually, maybe Mac Jones goes to Denver. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna get one of the three: Justin Fields, Trey Lance, yeah. Mac Jones. I think yeah, I think Trey Lance would be just, better in that situation. Yeah. Even uh, no, wait, no, mm-hmm. pause. We already established earlier that Justin Fields is the best quarterback to throw out there now. Versus Trey Lance, yes. who's only yeah, played yeah. seventeen games and is from a small school. Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean but if the Broncos do stay at 9 they essentially take a quarterback if they're there and if they're not they don't. I mean you said that mm-hmm. you have him trading to 4 who would you would want them to take Fields then at four if he's, if he's available? If he's available, yeah. I have Fields going three to San Francisco, so I Ooh, think Trey okay. Lance. You have him taking Okay. And just hope the potential converts into positive kinetic energy and the Broncos are better with him versus Drew Locke. And they could keep Drew Locke mm-hmm. and if Lance isn't good. I guess they can revert back to Drew Locke and hope something clicks. I don't know. Um, But if they do decide to stay at nine and the quarterback frenzy is just spread throughout the whole league and the five quarterbacks are gone before nine, or if if Mac Jones is the lone quarterback available and they don't really believe in him, I think Micah Parsons will make a lot of sense at nine. Beefing up the defense even more, hitting Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Like, that's pretty good. That's actually better than pretty good. That's, like, yeah. kind of scary, honestly. Or they could even go a guy like Rashawn Slater because Denver's offensive line last season ranked 25th, according to PFF, and their only really solid offensive lineman was Garrett Bowles. Everything else was kind of a question yeah. mark. So. I think beefing up the line, I guess, we know with quarterbacks, if they have more time to make decisions, those decisions will usually be better Mm -hmm. than when they are under duress. So even though there are a lot of quality offensive linemen in this year's draft, I think Slater is going to be really, really good. He can play – he can honestly Mm -hmm. play all five positions on the offensive line. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows if Pene Sewell decides to post a picture of him in a gas mask or something, <laughs> and he ends <laughs> he, and he ends up falling. Um, oh, that would be yeah, like maybe yeah, maybe that could happen, and he falls into the Broncos' laps, and boom, <sighs> they have two amazing offensive tackles. So, I think yeah. the best choice for Denver would be to trade up and take a quarterback, even if it's not with Atlanta. I think Cincinnati, they don't need a quarterback. Um, and unless they are, like, dying to get Sewell or even a guy like Jamar Chase. I think Okay, I think so maybe not them. Sewell. I think Detroit would be silly to keep seven. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see – Miami making a swap because they're going back three spots. I can see Detroit making a swap. I mean, it's pretty much if they don't trade, 
if the Broncos don't trade with Atlanta and Atlanta takes a quarterback, the Broncos are going to be quaking in their boots and they're probably going to jump yeah. up two spots. Because, I mean, it also depends who that last quarterback available is. Honestly, in my head, now that I'm thinking about it, Sam Darnold probably would have been a better option for the Broncos than um, Carolina just because Carolina's destined to get one of the quarterbacks, whereas the Broncos don't know. Well, and also, I think Denver has a better team than Carolina right now, even though Carolina has the best running back in football. Yeah, it's because Curtis Samuel left. Yeah. Um, And, well, no, they still have a – they still have DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. They also have um, what's his face from uh, Robbie Anderson and Darnold's Great former teammate Robbie Anderson, who is the best receiver Darnold ever had on the Jets. Um, yeah, yeah, I forgot there, there, yeah. There was that occasional like be watching NFL like Reds or like networks like live game time. It's like, oh, here's your weekly seventy-five yard <laughs> touchdown to Robbie Anderson. So yeah, put put yeah yeah again putting more weapons around Donald that'd be good. All right, yeah for Detroit or excuse me Denver, I think they should definitely be asking Atlanta and Detroit to move up. So yeah, that is a uh, that is all I've got. Um, and that. Should be it for the podcast. Um, everybody, make sure to check out blackandwhite.net. We've still got some awesome stories going up by some awesome writers. And make sure to check out the rutabaga.net for some high-quality satire via Walton High School. Um, Will, I will definitely have you on in the future for more NFL draft stuff because we've still got 19 days. Yeah. And... There, we, there's going to be a, a lot of stuff. There's still stuff. Ha- there's going to be so much stuff happening with the, with draft coverage. So stick around, everybody. Make sure continue social distancing, wear your mask in public, wash your hands, stay safe, get vaccinated if you can. Please go get vaccinated. Uh, will, I will see you in the future. Um, I wanted to discuss AFC and NFC draft needs, sort of like a full breakdown. And uh, yeah, I will see you then.